This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron. I am Brian Kilby. With me this week, we have a birthday, Rob. Hello. Rob's birthday. Happy birthday, Rob. Thank you. We also have not birthday Don. That was two days ago. Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm 51 now, so I'll be dead before all of y'all. So that's not how it works. Though. I win. That's not how it works. If you're 151, we could we could make that work. But hey, so this this week's episode of A History on the Fives on Patreon.com/slash/tfradio has a very uh, very heartfelt loving tribute to you for your birthday. I'll make sure that you listen to it somehow. I'm afraid that you should be yeah. too, Don. It's pretty great, actually. I, I, I am I am being quietly... I'm doing the whole like screaming and terror on the inside. <laughs> so I, it's a little early for what we got this week, but I do want to show this off. So if you have an Ollie's near you, they have like flats and flats of 24 packs of uh, Rockstar 4 on uh, clearance. So 24 packs uh, for 15 bucks. Um, I got four of these. One, of my, So it's the Mandarin Orange. It's delicious. Zero calories. It's no, ten, pardon, pardon me, 10 calories. It's great. So, yeah, wonderful. Uh, let's see here. Chris is here. Happy birthday, Robin Don. Not necessarily in that order. And <laughs> <laughs> Matt. Okay. John. On Yo. video now, if you're watching video. Oh, yep. Yeah, look at this guy showing off over here. TFradio.net slash live or uh, Roku, YouTube, wherever. Yeah, it looks nice back there. I like the lighting. I like the Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> Thanks. That's right. Uh, so, are the, how many of those are aftermarket on the l- l- lighted marquees, and how many of how many of them actually came uh, with it? Three are aftermarket, but now they do them officially. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I prefer I prefer aftermarket because I just like to tinker. But um, yeah, the, the the arcade one up cabinets are getting ridiculous in their their cost. They're like now six hundred bucks. I've never paid more than like one eighty for one. So I bought them like all on clearance, and I refuse to pay full price for them. But I really do still want the NBA Jam cabinet. Uh, they reached the point where like you don't have even if you had money, like how many people have the space? What's the Venn diagram of People who have money, have the wants, have the space, and you know are willing to buy like ten of these. Like at some point, you kind of have to. You're like forced to stop. Yeah, which kind of well, sucks because they have they get better every year. They do. I think anybody who has the space to go deep on these automatically has the money, even if they mm, don't really have the money. They just not have necessarily credit. Not necessarily, but True. most likely, but not necessarily. Yeah, not not. You know, you know, I don't know about y'all, but for some reason, I really want that discs of Tron that they showed off. And I'm like, did they show off a discs of Tron? I I saw a picture of a discs of Tron that was alluded to being one uh, of their well, it would also come with the original things. Tron because there's not much you can do with that cabinet otherwise. So it'd be both games. Well, I mean, yeah, have, uh, it, you know. Well, they have so they have Outrun, which is cool, the sit down one. They have Killer Instinct, 
Golden Axe, the Street Fighter cabinets keep getting better. They have the Simpsons coming out. They have X Men coming out. The Konami beat them up. Four player X Men. X Men was X Men was a six player game though, wasn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I thought That's it was a six player, player cabinet. There was, there was a four and a six version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The six yeah. version had the two screens. Yeah, they're not doing yes, that. Yes, yes. There's, there's also there's also diecast. Hey everybody. So let's talk about Arcade One Up again. I really want to get one of their uh, pinball <laughs> little virtual pinball tables. Nice. They're very modable, I hear. See what I did? They have solenoids and everything I, in them. So I got to put a green screen behind me next week. So I think we it's my fault because I specifically called out, you know, all your stuff behind you, and then true. Brian just just kind of ran with it. Uh, yeah, true. I could have just let that go, and we would have been like done with introductions five minutes ago. I just need to get another. I need to get like a four player main cabinet and be done with it. Okay. I think you might need another basement first, Brian. Now I've got room in the basement. I just just don't have room for my collection. It needs to go most <laughs> often. Okay. Welcome to die. Jared said in the chat, tfradio.net slash discord. I'll, I'll nominate that for episode title. Yeah, I like that. So yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's, next week is um, our annual JD church memorial episode. Uh, we, we, we talk about our friend JD uh, who passed away, uh, unfortunately back in February of 2014. Uh, we wanted to uh, memorialize JD every year, but we decided not to focus, you know, like when he passed, we, we want to thank him and, and curse him in a way for bringing, helping us, forcing us to bring back RFC on a yeah, regular it's not, basis. It's not a memorial of his death. It's a celebration of his life and what he did to us. Yes. We are all here <laughs> because of him. Yeah. So we are. Yeah. That we'll do that next week. More like, more like a curse than I think, you know. You know, it's like, a monkey's like we paw. Hence the hence the episode art on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Among other reasons, but yeah. Uh, Captain oh. Rufus is saying GI Joe Arcade greater than X Men. I would agree with that, actually. Oh yeah, I think they had that set up at um, Toylanta in twenty. They did. That's fun. And and Don was actually really good at that. We, me and Matt, sat around and watched him play that for like 30 minutes yeah they're, they're, that's actually very similar to another game brian and john probably y'all might remember it it was another arcade game with the rollerball but <sighs> it was sort of like it wasn't akari warriors but it was that same kind of jungle i can't remember it just it. said cabal yeah i was about that to say. was it yeah. that was it thank you rufus thank you you came to the right place don <laughs> that was part of the NES, right? I think that's the only well, version I've played. And of course, that doesn't have the yeah. the, the trackball. Well, yeah, there was a gas them. station. There was a gas station near where I lived that had Strider and that. I love the it's Strider the arcade two game. game. Yeah, it, it was. The, it was the only two games they had for year years. I must have sunk. God, no telling how many quarters in, into Strider. And then when I needed a break from Strider after getting my butt kicked, I'd play Cabal, and then I would go back over to Strider. Our 7-Eleven had Cabal for a good while. I think after that, it was Bad Dudes. That was fun, yeah. too. So Frank Frank in the chat is like, has he started recording? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yep, move this, on. This, this is all actual show content. This is right show here, content. Believe it or not. <laughs> so, I, I, okay, one more thing. One more thing. And I, so like, <laughs> so uh, on History on the Hives, tfradio.net slash uh, Patreon or patreon.com slash tfradio. 
It's uh, our Patreon exclusive podcast, one of them. So Sean Hamilton has been calling Frank sexy. He's just given him that nickname. And uh, I have to say in a direct message today, Frank uh, spelled out his name and he actually called himself Frank Sexy Perkins. And that just warmed my heart. So that was wonderful. That made my day. I just want you to know that, Frank. I love that. There's okay. some weird little world you got going on over there. It's on the its Patreon own. Show. It's its own animal. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. Okay, let's 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 move on. Um, there's really nothing to plug, so let's just jump into the news. It's it's a beastly week, I guess. Uh, let's talk about the, the non-beast thing. It's a shattered glass gold bug, which is I don't want to say it's a wet fart, but it's it's up there. Oh, it's not even. It's it's a pretty dry fart as it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's, it does. It looks good. Though. I just don't it's care. A, it's a. I'm sorry. I, I'm. I want to be a little, a little, a little salty here. It's a bad massy turd in his litter box. It's pretty though. I I actually kind of like it, but I don't need it. So a couple people on my Twitter made a really good point, which is that if they were going to do this character properly based on how this character was designed in the original shattered glass material like they should have gone with a muck about a battle charger yeah instead of using that cliff jumper mold again um and i i would tend to agree with that because the original shattered glass gold bug was a recolor head remold of yeah cybertron hotshot uh which is a completely different body layout than this cliff jumper i mean like I get on one level they want to use the thing that's related to Bumblebee already in their toy line for this character that's alternate universe Bumblebee, but it's not good. I've, I've had I've had more than enough of that mold family just for starters. Yeah. The like, deco on it is not very compelling, and like I mean this in probably the way everybody will take it when I say it. The new head sculpt on there looks like a botcon head sculpt. It doesn't look Ooh. like something Hasbro designed and produced for their own toy. I, did, I didn't look I that closely. Now. I didn't look that closely at the head sculpt, but I mean, other than that, I think this looks actually pretty pretty good. I just I already have four of that mold, and it's like. Seekers, yes, I know I'm a hypocrite because I'll buy Seekers <laughs> over and over and over again at infinitum, like whatever color they want to pick out of the crayon box, I'll buy a Seeker. Uh, Shark Decons, I'll buy over and over and over again, but Bumblebees, nah. Just And like the Shattered Glass premium on this mold in particular, you know, a $30 starting price before you add in shipping and $30 sales tax, which for, some of, which for, for some of us is, you know, sales tax for some of us is kind of considerable. Um, like it's just there. Well, there's no wait, feeling wait. of the value being there. Wait, wait, wait. This is an MSRP of thirty. Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that, mo- that mold was expensive when it was you know twenty bucks. I mean, you know, twenty yeah. bucks. I can kind of get it's behind tiny. just knowing the way the thing feels and is engineered. I can kind of get behind the twenty dollar price. I just, and you and you did have and you did have all the accessories with Bumblebee. Well, with Cliff Jump, well, with, well, pick one with the accessories. Yeah. But you did get some appropriate accessories to sort of fill out the package. Right. And those are still there with Goldbug, the exact same ones. But like, just 
I don't feel like, you know, the fancy shattered glass box, which, you know, we all appreciate the design work of the packaging, but that and the comic and that mold does not add up to $30, in my opinion. And, like, you know, Blur was $30 also. Deluxe in shattered glass is just if $30 is the price point for it. But, like, no, I'm not paying $30 and shipping and tax on that mold. If anybody doesn't want their comic, though, please keep me in mind and let me know. I would appreciate it. I, I'm like 100% positive there's going to be an individually IDW published version. The ones that are packed and just have different covers. Yeah, Don, if you're interested, uh, $29.99 and um, it's yours. Or, you know, go in for like you know, $20 in a couple of months or after the miniseries runs and there will be a collection you can get all nice and convenient at once. It's pretty cool. So we still have one more of these to see, right? Jetfire. Which, the way the pricing is on these, um, like uh, Josh Wheeljack64 was saying, he was thinking, you know, Jetfire is probably going to be around $100 and I think he's right. Yeah. So yeah. Shattered Glass Jetfire is going to be in the Starscream colors? No, it's uh, black. It'll probably be black, yeah. No, oh, that's cool. Oh, like they, the uh, uh, like the like the classics version was Dark yeah, Skyfire. Dark, dark Skyfire. Because I believe um, when they were doing the Shattered Glass fiction, they just repurposed that design and deco to be Shattered Glass Jetfire. I mean, that, that's really that's a really good toy, and that's one I'd you know consider picking up. But if it's a hundred dollars, I think i'm gonna have to pass on that one too yeah i don't i don't need that so much like the um so i've pre-ordered the megatron and the starscream i like the starscream for being in jetfire colors because that looks good on every mold it's been applied to those are just good jet colors in general that's and i like the only one i've gone in on so far and i, I like the symmetry of making you know alternate universe starscream be jetfire colors it just kind of works for me and then the megatron i pre-ordered because like i like the ridiculousness of them tooling up those new parts to cludge uh spaceship mode out of it, a malformed tank it's just kind of hilarious mm. to me i mean but, i'm willing to pay that for the megatron because at least Oddly enough, it works. You know, it, and, you know, it's weird that it, it's parts forming, parts forming, yes, but it works with those parts, and it turns that Siege Megatron into something that's not exactly like the thing that just came out. I steadfastly, steadfastly <laughs> refuse to buy that mold again. No matter. I've what only bought it the one time with. With uh, G2 Megatron, so I've only bought it once. So, I'm no, no, this, no, no, the shared glass is the Siege one again. It's not the Earthrise mold. Oh, okay, that's right. Sorry, it's just one <laughs> nebulous mold to me. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. You know, there's the differences you have to kind of study for, but um, yeah, yeah. Okay, do we have that behind us? Oh, I wish we did. Hey, so we've got kind of good news, I guess, sort of. Maybe the uh, new Transformers Rise of the Beast movie. I'll believe it when I see it. So there was a press event yesterday. Um, ben Yee was there. So I'm going to sort of go based on his notes. He sort of talks about the characters. There's some human characters. Uh, the Transformers, though, that we will see are Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, RC, Mirage, who's a Porsche, Nightbird, Scourge, Airazor, Rhinox, Optimus Primal, 
and then there'll be other characters. Uh, so the factions are Autobots, uh, what, Maximals, and Terracons? Autobots, Decepticons, Maximals, Predacons, and Terracons. Yeah. There's five factions in one movie. That will be a... Uh, Disaster. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's very excited. And, you know, like, as much as I love Beast Wars, I don't know that I can love Beast Wars as much as Ben does. Yeah. That seems reasonable, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like his baby. So, um... Uh, also, yeah. Ben is just, like, refle- refreshingly positive about the franchise in general. In general, a yeah. A lot of the time, and, like, I appreciate that so much. Yeah, I, I do, too. I wish it could be that way. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, as far as I know, uh, Optimus is the only voice actor. Uh, who, of course, Peter Cullen this is the only one that has a named voice actor. Um, I can't imagine. I guess I can't imagine because I saw it today. Someone else is Optimus Primal. Um, and then, of course, if, if uh, Megatron somehow showed up, of course, I'd want that to be David Kay. And there's, you know, all the other voice actors, but those are the most well, iconic. I mean, David- David K could actually happen because, like, he's based out of Los Angeles now. So, oh yeah, so like, he, he's he's in the right uh, he's in the right talent circuit. These and he'd days. be wonderful in basically any part you give him. Yes, yep, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of details. Apparently, it's it was originally planned to be, and I'm putting it in that terms because that's how I read it. Originally planned to be in 1994. I don't know if that means that it's still in 1994 or not. Um, so other signs have pointed to it now being set in 1992. So yeah, 94, 92. What a difference. Yeah. Minimal difference. (laughs) Um, mostly, mostly the difference is going to be the, um, the width of the shoulder pads on the women's jackets and how big their hair is. Yeah. (laughs) The, the, uh, so, uh, I'm assuming, uh, it's called, it's being, it is transfer seven. Uh, so you have to assume that it is leading in from Bumblebee. So Bumblebee's been on Earth for a while. Optimus Prime will be new to Earth. Uh, so, okay. I mean, I, I don't know. I worry that that might be considered a spoiler, but, you know, it's out there. Uh, if anything, it's just a spoiler for the end of the Bumblebee movie where Optimus Prime arrives on Earth. Oh, yeah. Which, I, if this is taking place 10 years after Bumblebee, then no Optimus will not be new to Earth. Yeah. No, it's like four years after. Yeah. So, I mean, so people, Chris, might have been you on Twitter uh, speculating that it makes sense that it sort of fits in that timeline between uh, Bumblebee and the the original movies, so that it could still sort of again nebulously fit in in both uh, both storylines. Yeah, I didn't really weigh in on that on Twitter, but like. I kind of just am annoyed at them trying to still have it both ways. Yeah. Um, I think, I think McFeely said something along the lines of like, it's turning out like Fox's X-Men franchise where like they've basically got two very distinct story universes, but they're still trying to pretend it all kind of fits together somehow still. Oh, the, the X-Men movies. I was thinking the X-Men cartoon and I'm like, how's that too? But yeah, no, you're exactly right. Yeah, they yeah. don't really work together, but and but they, they don't keep pretending most of them aren't really. even good movies. That too. Yeah, they're all the same like with Transformers, two. though. Okay, so I'll take yeah. your word for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I, okay. I saw the I saw the clip uh, earlier today. It was only about a twenty second clip, so I'm not sure if I saw everything or not. Um, they're not spending the money on getting the correct voice cast back, or at least the cast that goes with these characters. They're not putting it into well. The story has to be left, but they're not paying the writers extravagant of money to make sure they have a good story based on past history. And if the animation doesn't hold up, they're not paying for the animation. How? Where is the money for this going to? Uh, unless it's going in their pocket. I don't understand what you mean, Don. Can you clarify? Well, it, it's they're paying a lot of money for this to be made. Yes, and based on what we've seen from the last two. It's no, no, Don. We're not, we're not talking about the Netflix show, Don. Okay. Well, now I thought. Well, I mean, I thought. Okay, I am movie. sorry. Movie, I, I was thinking. Thing. I was thinking. Okay, I am sorry because I was thinking Let's of save Kingdom. That thought for Don, about five Don, Don, Don had us on pause, on mute, and he was on <laughs> TFYLP on the other line. Is what's going on? Well, no, Don. I I can understand uh, your sorry, confusion I... because, I mean. <laughs> Kingdom and this movie—they sound the same, or yeah, yeah. have like the basic okay, so, so, storyline. Uh, I, I, I apologize because it's no, 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 done. It's, it's hold about on to that point. for five to seven minutes and then bring it up again, and it will be perfectly on point. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So I, mean, uh, I, I kind of looked at it as like, <laughs> did did they have this? like idea or, or script just floating around and they're like oh we'll use it for the next flick series like oh, let's, let's, let's oh. do a movie out of it too hey so uh in the discord tfradio.net slash discord john had pointed out and i didn't click on the link on what the top singles of 92 uh were but if i remember right the biggest song in 92 is baby got back uh if it if, if it wasn't the it's biggest like song three. if it wasn't yeah. the biggest it was it was in the top in yeah top it'll list. be in there so yeah, the soundtrack is going to be wild for this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, It'd be awesome. Yeah, so and they could totally fit like Baby Got Back with you know Rhinox or somebody that could be Rhinox's theme. <laughs> oh yeah, on the, on the on the on the CD, Baby Got Back parentheses Rhinox's theme. There you go. That may be the show title. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I hate it. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, I. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just now stuck on that. I need to go actually click on that link and see what other songs were out that year. Oh, okay. So Triplets in the Discord right now asking if we can get some Go Ninja on the soundtrack. And well, um, so one of the things Ben pointed out was they said there's going to be Nightbird in the movie. So there's totally a holy crap. For... <laughs> okay, Baby Got Back was number two, and a Boys to Men song that I don't even remember was the number one song. What? Big love to you. Yeah, you wasn't that song. End of the road. I don't remember that song now. Oh, mm. anyway, and jump by crisscross. Yeah, you remember that? Really? That was the night. I would have thought that was Come the eighties. Wow, I'm too sexy. By right, said Fred is in there. Achy the breaky rain. heart. Oh my god! November rain. Life is a highway. What else? That'll be in. The, that'll be in that'll Which be in version there. of life is a highway? There have been like eight. The original Tom Cochran. Tom Cochran. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the thing that gets me, Bumblebee was well received, at least by like the fandom in general, because it was so different from the previous movies. It was a small cast. It was you know small scope. It was all in one little area, where like everything we've heard so far about this is it's back to form of you know giant money spending spectacle, 
you know, uh, we've got shooting locations in Canada and South America, both. Um, five factions worth of characters somehow to be folded into this. Like, yes, it it's going to like, be an abomination. It feels like they looked at the popular reaction to Bumblebee, which was generally positive. Uh, and, you know, for the budget that movie had, which was lower than any other Transformers movie, it made quite a bit of money back in return. They're looking at that and rolling with, okay, this was successful. Let's keep going on that momentum. So we'll make a sequel to that. They're missing every single relevant point as to well, why Chris, any of that stuff was true in the first well, place. Chris, well, Chris, I can't make you love me by Bonnie Raitt. It, it should be the theme for this movie. <laughs> yeah, that, no, you know what? That's uh, that's very fitting. That's a billion dollar idea right there. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's, speaking of, I mean, I, I think that's like what they saw in Bumblebee. Like they, they, they looked at Bumblebee and they shook its hand and said, thanks for buying us some time. Now we're going to take another crack at making a billion dollars. Yeah. And this is how they think they can do it. So. Oh, I'm, thanks I'm for buying excited me some time now. And a side of Wagyu. Oh, yeah. That would be good, too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Let's let you go back and have dinner now. Um, okay. I had some. I had sushi before the show. I'm jealous. It, it was anyway, happy Wednesday. Sonic Cycle reset, everybody. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, happy birthday, Sonic. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, any other thoughts on the movie? Uh. Uh. So, Bohemian Rhapsody came back around that year because of uh, <laughs> Wayne's, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. that that's almost in there. You could almost put that in. Okay. If if only it was set in 1993, we could have like mm. you know Power Rangers thing thrown in there too. Because oh. you know, mm. year one height of Power Rangers popularity, like ever. We'll we'll definitely get like a an arcade scene just so they can show a bunch of old video games and try to. So they win did us that. They did that in Captain Marvel. Uh, and if if you yep. if you noticed, yep. did you watch that, John? And did you notice oh, that yeah. Street Fighter Two was on an LCD? <laughs> Yes, it was the cabinet had an LCD panel. And I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, you yes. missed it by that much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys, nerds are in the theater. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, that's the difference between like a production designer that does research for what they're trying to produce for and a production designer that is really good at their job. And, yeah. just, you know, like they, they, they get so close and miss the really vital details or they get everything exactly. Captain and Rufus just, said Kiss from a Rose, but that was from 1995, the Batman Forever soundtrack. So I, I like that we're yes, focusing on the music. 1992 was Batman Returns. Yes. It's a good thing we're focusing on the music because I'm pretty sure that's going to be the best part. <laughs> it probably literally is going to be the best part. Yeah. Okay. So, so there is one other point I want to sure. raise here uh, from Ben's notes. Um, so apparently they got Porsche to play ball and license them the use of yes. Porsche 911, I think. To not be jazz. Um, to not be jazz. It will be Mirage, not jazz. <laughs> and I just can't figure. Like, I can only think right now Porsche slash Volkswagen is doing this to us on purpose. Yeah, I'm fine with that, though. <laughs> and, and, yeah, I mean, and I can't. It's hilarious, I can't. but. Sorry, Don. And I can't take the blame for this because I'm not a big jazz fan. So this isn't them. This isn't my name on their door, and they're and they're blacklisting me by default. So, hey, so I Carter confirmed that he didn't do that his entire time at Hasbro. I asked. <laughs> That's him. what he said. I like Aaron. I've talked to him a lot. He's a great guy. 
I think on this, he's fibbing a little. I don't, I don't buy it. Okay. If I was Aaron and I had the opportunity to take credit for denying you something personally, Don, I would absolutely take the credit whether I deserved it or not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you feel the oh, love no. So it smells like teen. Wait, how is smells yeah. like teen spirit number 32 on the list? Did it come out like People in December? Tired of it. It might have been timing, and and also look, man, don't sell boys to men short. No, 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 no. Boys to men was awesome, but uh, when? Did, yeah, when did it come out? <laughs> I, I I have to solve this. I can't move on until I, I do. I do agree with the sentiment, though. Like the soundtrack is probably going to be the best part. Of this okay, movie. the reason it's number yeah, two, the reason it's number it's reason it's number in the thirties in nineteen ninety two is because it came out in nineteen ninety one. Oh, in September, so, so, so it was hanging around. Yeah, it was hanging around. Okay. Well, that's actually fairly impressive. Oh yeah, yeah. It was every a year. I have hope for these Transformers movies. This you year, think you'd know better by now. This year, I'm no hope. I I'm actually excited it now. Thinking it's going to be trash. Wow, they've lost diecast. That's. <laughs> I'm more excited than I was. Like this is actually really uh, lightened my mood on this. I love this. The soundtrack, you mean? The, the, yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, John, yeah. you're a genius. I love this. <laughs> I'm just gonna suggest you go ahead and lower the lower those expectations before you actually walk into the theater, Brian. No, I, I don't care. As long as the soundtrack is good, I don't care. I don't. I I can't even say at this point I won't even go to the theater to see this. Oh yeah, I'll go to the theater like 50 times. I mean, Here, here's like, how it went for me: Dark of the Moon, loved it. Age of Extinction terrible and then i was like last night i'm like eh, eh, i kind of uh, liked i kind of liked it better at the time i hated dark of the moon was great dark of the moon was great and then last night was eh, i'm like eh, eh, i guess it was better than age of extinction i mean anything's better than that are you sure his age of extinction's runtime ended yet oh my god rat trap <laughs> look at his butt it is so big yeah, he looks like one of those rhinos. You know about those rhinos that have big butts. Okay. <laughs> so, and then Bumblebee, Bumblebee was okay, but it was like it it didn't Bumble do anything that like Bumblebee make me watch it a second time. Bumblebee was entirely acceptable, which was yeah, so was much more than what we got in the last five movies. Yeah, and like Dark of the Moon at the time did seem really good, but you have to remember we were coming off of Revenge of the Fallen, which yep. was was also disaster. really good. Which is why we liked <laughs> Last Night so much, comparative to Age, Age of, of Extinction, Extinction which yeah. was a, a nightmare. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's talk about uh, Kingdom. So, uh, it do we know it's in July? But do we know when in July this is going to debut? I thought it was the end of July. Yeah, wasn't I, it like around the twenty second or something? Twenty third is when uh, Masters of the Universe debuts. So I was thinking it'd probably be a week oh, after no. that. So okay, yeah, stay away. Yeah, um, do not go head to head with that, please. So there's a there's a uh, trailer for what's coming out on Netflix, and there's like ten seconds of Kingdom, and it's about what you expect. I no spoilers necessarily, but um, I am going to show off if you're watching the video though. The screen caps that uh, Ant put up on his Twitter. So it's uh, the Maximals uh, and Optimus Primal and Optimus Prime 
what's that bottom left one with the gun shooting? Well, that's, that's not a good sign. Yeah. I'm, not looking at, I'm not looking at your images, but if you don't know. So the models, uh, the models for all the Maximals look great, except for uh, Tigatron, and that's only because he is 100% just Cheetor, but scaled up. But it still looks good. Yeah. It's just not. And they're, they're not the toy models either. They're, they're entirely like just, new. Yeah. yeah. They're not based on the toys. So they actually look better in most cases. Yeah. I hope, I hope the Tigatron toy is not Cheetor dialed up 30% on some, on some. If we get a, if uh, we get a Tigatron toy, do we know that we're getting one? Is that? Yes. Make, okay. Yeah. Is it Void? Did we're, it show us Voyager? We're, we're actually getting it twice because there's going to be the retail version and also one in the Amazon Golden Disc collection that we don't know anything Was about Was it yet. listed as Voyager Deluxe? Voyager. Oh, God. It'll just be scaled up. I mean, well, yeah, That's, it's going to... Because of how Transformers are designed anymore, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is going to come across fundamentally as a scale up, but, you know, it will be... It may not literally be scaled up. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's very concise. Yeah. Nice way of what I'm trying to figure out how to yeah. say. Also, in that... Um, Screenshot tweet, the lower left one is Optimus Primal with a gun for reasons unknown. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the the voices, though. The voices. We only yeah. heard, so we heard Primal. And I don't remember if we heard anyone else, but Primal was enough. It, it It's very generic. What, was he trying to even sound like Peter Cullen? I mean, pardon me, uh, Gary Chalk? Well, I mean, probably in either case, the answer is no. Yeah, so, it yeah, I just don't necessarily... I don't necessarily get it. it. It it hurts, but Chris, you were you. I think you had the the best take on it. It Beast Wars is you know it's a it's a, it's a part of our life, and it was a you know it's a window of time. It's you can't you know recapture it. This is not and never was going to be my Beast Wars because my Beast Wars happened from 1996 to 1999, and that's always going to be what Beast Wars is to me, no matter what anything else is, good or bad. And this isn't literally trying to go back and be a sequel series to Beast Wars or G1. Wow. It's something different. But um, you, but it's you, using you, the same characters and loose yeah. settings, so like the comparison is valid. The only time and I've the ever... Movie, the movie's the same thing, too. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen them, a cartoon, and I stress that cartoon, them go back like decades later and recapture something like Resolute? the magic... What? <laughs> no, not G.I. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super, I think, oh. does a really good job of uh, feeling like a continuation and not something fake. Yeah. That's yeah, the only that. example I can think of. Yeah, Dragon Ball Super is a lot of fun for a lot of its runtime, yeah. uh, especially if you get to watch the Blu-ray version where they fixed a lot of the animation for the first half or so of the series. Oh, I need to do that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anyway. But yeah, uh, like you can't go back and do G1 season five. It just wouldn't work. It can't work. Because it would never have the same spirit. I mean, the, like you can't have, you can't recreate G1 without Wally Burr. Yeah. And you really can't. And, uh, and so many of the voices are gone. You know, from the clips that I have seen of the trailer of Masters of the Universe, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily sold on. So see what I did there? I'm not really sold on the uh, some of the voice work that I've seen. But I mean, if they don't have Alan Oppenheimer being Skeletor, like, what's the point? Yes. Uh, Mark Hamill, isn't it? Yes. Which, you know, I mean, in all fairness, 
Mark Hamill would be a perfectly fine Skeletor in something completely unrelated to the original series. You can't have, you can't say that it's a continuation and then have the Joker, you know, run around with a, as a Skeletor. It just doesn't work. Also, I like, you know, Skeletor's voice from the 2000X series. Like, that was a good spiritual successor yeah, to the sound and, of Skeletor. And it wasn't trying to be a continuation. Correct. Yeah. That's the, I actually that's the wish hook. this was a continuation of that series instead of the original one. I would be entirely fine with that. Yeah. There was a lot of story hooks they built into the second season of that that just never were able to get developed because the show ended. Yep, that's what they should. That's what I'm assuming based on what I've watched from the trailer. That that's well, what I they should have like done. The press, I, I think the press release materials even said it was a continuation of the original series. Yes, what I'm saying is I would based on. Based on my viewing of based the trailer, the publicly, yeah, based on all the publicly available, uh, you know, freely viewable materials that are out on the internet for public consumption at this time. My opinion is based entirely on publicly consumable material, and mm-hmm. once I am able to speak in respect to the non-publicly available material, I will change my opinion. Okay, I just had to say that. Uh, sorry embargoed so uh <laughs> yeah but uh this is uh yeah kingdom I, i'm glad it's over it's it i can't i can't <laughs> can't wait worse that's can't. the worst thing to say about a franchise i'm glad it's over. i'm glad it'll be over i'm glad that <laughs> this will be done i hope that they go in a different direction yeah. and that would be fine if they just stop making animation so our our friend slander on twitter saw the trailer and you know, felt kind of negatively about it and said something to the effect of, you know, wake me up when there's good Transformers media again. And my response was, and lo, Slander slept for a thousand years. Yeah. Which, I mean, <sighs> at that rate, it's basically the same thing as, let's let's just not make shows anymore. Yeah. Or just, you although, know. Although, like, in all fairness, Cyberverse is not what we're accustomed to necessarily. But it was actually a good series. Yeah. I need to go back and, and watch more of it. Um, I need to do the same for Robots in the Skies as well. Same. Yeah. And honestly, for uh, Rescue Bots. Like, the more I talk about it, the more I think I would actually enjoy watching it with the kids. Oh, yeah, probably. Okay. So, do we have any other thoughts about these news items? Nope. That was the sound of my spirit leaving my body. So uh, it's not in the show notes, but I'll ask Chris and Rob to see if they saw anything because I didn't. Well, did anything pop up from the uh, Takaratomi event on Friday? I never heard another thing about it. Yeah, me neither. Me either. Like, I could not even prove that it happened right now. Yeah. It required me to. <laughs> I think some more stuff popped up on Takaratomi Mall after that. Nothing, I mean, nothing that we had. Like, I saw those, the photo, uh, new photos of Naw. Uh, pop oh up. yeah, because the because the the Transformers Twitter account, but that's just their normal thing anyway. It wasn't related to okay whatever was going on last weekend. That's just what they do all the time anyway. Um, and those are just the samples they have in the office this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think whatever may or may not have happened for that Takara event, uh, starting on the 18th, like I don't think there was any Transformers content to it of any sort that came up on our radars. Um, it seemed like the Wonderfest in Shanghai had more for that. And that was still like, you know, ancillary kind of stuff like statues. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other news, anything that we want to talk about before we jump into what we got this week? I had one of those uh, wacky new Mountain Dew flavors today. I didn't like it very much. Yeah, I, I, I was interested. The, the Baja Punch. Fake, fake peach is what you said. Yeah, so if you've ever had Tahitian Treat, which is the like RC Cola family of drinks version of oh. uh, carbonated Hawaiian Punch, yeah. basically. They, they like still that. make that? Um, I don't know if they still do, but it's the closest thing I got experience with that lines up with that. It's that with some kind of fake peach flavor added over it, and I hate peach, so I don't like it. Yeah. I bought it because it was orange, and I was curious. Yeah. Sadness. Fortunately, I got a 20-ounce bottle instead of a 12-pack, so my my uh, investment in that is now completed, and I don't need to revisit that. Okay. Let's jump to what? Artificial, artificial what? peach triggers parts of my uh, memory that I associate with the smell of cat pee, so... It doesn't yeah, do not, that to not, me. But I can understand I it. it. Like I can drink a peach knee high if I have to. Only if I had, <laughs> like, if I had a gun to my head, I could do it. I would. I would never yeah. actually do it willingly. Yeah, I did. I did one time. Uh, my fiance and I, we have some of the the sugar free syrups, and she syrups. does like some uh, flavored water, you know, with them. Sugar sugar free syrup. Is that what you said? Yeah, you know, yeah, the flavor stuff. And one morning I was very tired and made coffee and I poured the uh, peach syrup in her coffee. Oh, no. So, so yeah, so I Is she said, still with you? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she, she said she, she tried it. It was, it was not that great. But, you know, she understands that it was a, it was, it was a, it was an accident. I wasn't awake and uh, I made sure to put the peach syrup as far away from the salty caramel as possible. Mm-hmm. So Don, I'm sorry, but I just, I love how you say syrup. Yeah. Shout out for how Don pronounces syrup. So like when I do my next happy day podcast, I'm, that's how I'm going to start saying it. And like I, how Don says eggs is how I've changed how the happy day. Brian says eggs. Okay. Hang on. Oh, no. We're talking about how I say eggs and legs, just to let you know. Eggs. I, I love this. But, yes, I know I say it wrong. But this is how <laughs> you keep telling me I've that. changed how I say it in front of the kids. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, hey, JC, you want some eggs? And she's like, what? Eggs. You want some eggs? <laughs> okay, so, I mean, this is. See, I think I say it correctly. I think I know. she says it wrong. I, I, say, I say stuff wrong all the time. <laughs> but Don, I hope you know how much she loves you to put up with that. And we love you, Don. <laughs> I want you to know how much we love you yes. to put up with that. It's just I say eggs and legs. You know, no, you say eggs. Of- you said you said eggs pretty eggs. well right there. Eggs. That's just because he's self-conscious and trying hard. Exactly. Now. I Don love Don spot. so much. Okay, so uh, not under the bus. So let's can, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's let's jump to what we got this week. I want Diecast to go first because he's wearing those sunglasses. And Diecast, I want to apologize and not apologize at the same time for dumping on those every time you show them off. Like I feel compelled to dump on those glasses whenever I see you share them. They look beautiful, but they they look great. The price is right. I mean, thirty you bucks. Know, Thirty-five bucks. Okay, I thought. I think the. I think the uh, GI Joe set was thirty. These were a little more. They're they're a little. There's a little bit more going on with them. Um, oh, do they have. You, uh, do they have metal pins in the uh, in the uh, uh, hinge on the temples? 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, the, I'm sure the answer is no. Look, they have this nice little case. The GI Joe has have a nice case too. It's good artwork. It's good artwork it's, on both sides. Yeah, both sides. Um, you have the Autobot symbol up in the corner there. If you can see, oh it's yeah, small. the GI Joe one didn't have that. It was just on the temples. Um, it's got the. You know, uh, Autobot logo there, Optimus Prime, you can see his grill, all that stuff. And it's the same on the other side. But then on the inside, you got Transformers right there. That's kind of upside down. And you also have Autobots roll out on the other side. How are the lenses? Do they look nice? The lenses look okay. I like the way I like the way that uh, things look through the GI Joe glasses for the ten yeah. seconds that I wore them before they broke. Oh. These I don't know. Like I only wore my GI Joe ones for ten. My seconds. My head is larger than yours. These, so I, I mean, to- they do expand to the side. Like you can get, you know, if your head's wider, they should be able okay, to fit. I, like you do that with the GI Joe glasses I have. And that's exactly what happened, and it just snapped. Like, literally, the second time I put them on. I mean, I can't tell if there's metal pins in here or not. You could see them if if they're there. They're not. It's it's friction. It's plastic on plastic. I mean, it looks metal. It looks like there's a metal piece in there. Like, right in that hole right there. Yeah, I was looking at that on one of the photos you posted on Twitter. So... But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they are. Maybe they're sturdier. I mean, I love the look of the GI Joe glasses, and I love the way again things look through them. It's just they are they're cheaply made. Like the um, the Tonka glasses that I got free at Hascon have held up way better. That was yeah. That was a rough comment, and I was like, man, it's am true I wrong though. for like, loving so, these like, sunglasses? So those sunglasses that uh, the Tonka ones are the exact same uh, swag glasses that I've been given before um, branded as something else, you know, like from a work function. Yeah. And they, those hold up pretty good that, you know, the lenses kind of suck, but you know, they, they hold up those, the, the artwork, the graphics and everything on those glasses are beautiful. They look great. I just wish they were as sturdy as, as they look, they, they look phenomenal. It just, you know, they snapped. I would love to wear them. Like, I would seriously love to wear those somewhere, but... I mean, these actually came with a free pair. Um, they're not Transformers. They're just regular, but they are supposed to have polarized lenses. Oh, they, so it um, came with another pair of glasses? It came with another pair of glasses. That's why it's 35 bucks. And uh, I actually ordered a second set, but I used a discount code, which brought it down to, like, close to 30. Um... And I only got the Transformers glasses. It didn't come with the free set like when I paid 35 So I'm not sure if that was the difference or not. But I, I like these so so much. And even my wife was like, oh, yeah. They're, she gave me the thumbs up when I put them on. Where normally, you know, if I show her something, she'll just roll her eyes at me. So it was <laughs> a good sign that I, I got a thumbs up. Yeah, they look good. I mean, they sincerely do. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with them. I, I, I And... and at 35 bucks, if they break down the line, I'm not going to be heartbroken, you know? But uh, I also got... I guess I should have taken out of the shrink wrap, uh, but I'll hold it up. The last set of the Magic Square Menasaur characters. 
So Don was so just talking like, about like pre-show. Drag strip and what? Wild dead Rider? end. Oh, yeah. Dead end. Okay. Drag strip and dead end. Yeah. yeah. Hard so, to see through the bubble wrap. Yeah. Yeah. That's the set I'm kind of, I kind of want and kind of don't want. So it's like I'm, I'm really on the fence. I picked up, uh, I guess Monday on Prime Day, I got the uh, six little MicroMaster cars that were the Amazon special. I, I they dropped down. I it was one set I didn't go in on, and I was like, you know what? If they go cheap enough, I'll get them. Um, and they dropped down to like twenty bucks for Prime Day, so I figured, you know, that was worth it to pick them yeah, up. Yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah. The um the the Botropolis Rescue Pack also went down to like forty dollars, I think, which is a good deal for that set too. Of course, oh. that, that oh, sold yeah. out pretty quick. Yeah. It, that's the one with the rocket and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a great set. I actually thought that would be sold out quicker than it did, and I got two when they originally came out. <laughs> um, another Prime Day deal. I picked up another grapple because... It was 18 bucks, something like that. Yeah, and I, I really like him, and I, I was almost wondering if... You know, obviously, this was a probably a later run, later stock of it. I was wondering if they fixed the uh, pegs on this guy at all. I didn't know if there was any running changes on Grapple uh, with the changes that um, Inferno had. Nothing I've heard about. Nothing you've heard Me about. Me either. Okay. Well, either way, I still but, got another Grapple just in case, you know, yeah. one breaks or something. And maybe maybe you can find someone to paint it into hauler if they don't do a hauler at some point, which I can't see them not doing. And then I also got the MMC uh, Eris Kultur, which is the female, uh, which kind of looks like their Tarn. I hate you. I wanted that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, sell out. It's, Sold yes. out really quick. I know that was a very popular item when it went up for pre-order. Like people went probably, gaga over it. Yeah, I'll probably do another run. Well, uh, one of my friends on Twitter, and I will, I'll give credit if I can remember who it was right now without opening up another window. But um, they said that it's going to be a a main line, a main release next year or later this year with some deco changes to distinguish between the two. Hmm. But yeah, I thought it looked good and. Uh, I know I'm going to sound like Don, but there, you know, there's not many female Transformers. So to get a female Transformer character that I actually like their alt mode and everything, it, it I decided. Well, there's not many that don't have the exact same body. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but that's, uh, I think that's all I got this week. Cool. Who else got anything? Hey, Rob, it's your birthday. Yeah, it's your birthday. Yeah, I got a few things. Um, uh, Chris got me uh, uh, SDG Generation Genesis for the PlayStation 4, which is a uh, Gundam simulation game that covers pretty much the entire main timeline, as I understand Also known it. as SDG Generation Mega Drive in some parts of the world. Oh, of course. But uh, Oh, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's looks like it's going to be fun. That's going to end up on YouTube at some point very soon. So, it was, was it in the box? I mean, yeah. Okay, so uh, go and look in the back. I'll look in the back of the box. Then the uh, text in the box, uh, unless they changed it, 
they just did a find and replace for uh, Mega Drive and put in Genesis. So all I don't of- think Brian was really paying attention to most of what you said, Rob. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I wasn't. I was trying to. So I thought it was the Mega. Never mind. I'll shut up. <laughs> No, I, did, I, did, I did not get the Genesis or Mega Drive Mini. I would not mind one, but I did. That is not what I got. I got a I got a uh, Gundam uh, Sim for the uh, PS4. So oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking that it was the Megatron Mega Drive. No, yeah, no, no, no. This is SD Gundam G Generation Genesis, and I made the joke that in some parts of the world it's G Generation Mega Drive. Mega Drive oh, okay, yeah. I just did not that that. Yeah, you weren't paying attention because he started talking about Gundam. <laughs> Well, that's not the entire reason. I'm, I'm also trying to multitask. Not the entire reason. <laughs> <sighs> but okay. yes, happy I, birthday, I got, Rob. Happy Thank birthday, you. Rob. But yeah, I got that. I got. Uh, I also got. Let's see. I think I mentioned uh, the volume of Gundam, the, Gundam: The Origin and uh, Earthrise Wheeljack last week. Um, I also got. Uh, uh, Angel, my uh, my sister in law, uh, got me uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate for the Switch, which is the last of the Monster Hunter games in English that I don't actually own. And uh, what are you I doing? Those y- games? I've heard of them. Do you, is, is it basically a Pokemon clone, or is Pokemon a clone? No, of it is. It it n- neither. It is. Well, the short version is you hit you hit dragons with hammers. Oh, that sounds like fun. It is. Go with either Monster Hunter World or Monster Hunter Rise if you want to try it. They are a lot more streamlined than uh, Generations Ultimate w- uh, would be. But I've been playing Monster Hunter since it was a lot less streamlined than that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be nice to take a look at that. So, but because yeah, they they are very very. How do I describe it? The, the older Monster Hunters especially are very granular games. There, there's a lot to do and a lot of things you have to do to upgrade and to prepare for hunting. It's like a real... It, it is... It, it is basically taking the idea of a of a like fantasy society built around hunting monsters as seriously as a video game can possibly take it. That's and cool. It is, yeah, it's a fun series. It's like I said, uh, world or uh, world for PS4 or Xbox One or Rise for the Switch, both really excellent. And I uh, recommend uh, recommend either of them if you want to give Monster Hunter a try sometime. Um, but uh, I also got a chance to try and uh, try all of the uh, uh, Canadian chocolate that uh, that uh, Jacob sent me last week, and there are some there were some really fantastic stuff in there. Um, I was really kind. Of, it was really kind of shocking because the same day I got that, I got Cadbury mini eggs from Ollie's. So I had I had some on hand to just compare them directly. And just everything about the Canadian mini eggs is smoother. The the uh, the shell is not as gritty. The chocolate is smoother. It and just so nice. And pretty much that's uh, anything. There's a U.S. version of yeah. The, the chocolate is smoother and nicer on the Canadian version than it is on the U.S. version. But probably my favorite thing out of the box was a. Uh, uh, was a thing called the Crunchy Bar, which is made of basically it's called sponge toffee, and it is a just imagine a really fairly dense honeycomb of a brown sugar toffee, 
and it's just it's it's crunchy it's and it's somehow manages to uh, feel both substantial and light at the same time it's really kind of amazing stuff and i may or may not have more of it on the way from amazon already <laughs> nice but yeah that, that, that was so delightful though it is it is it is really good and uh yeah but uh, th- thank you again jacob that was really kind of you and i i really enjoyed all of that that, that was, is awesome that was just great and i'm i think that's basically everything i have gotten this week don you raised your hand I got a couple of things. Uh, been kind of a light week uh, stuff. But have you ever been out looking for stuff and no. you wind and you wind up having a theme with looking back what you bought that you didn't didn't plan on it? Like money uh, wasting? Yes. Yes. Well, okay. Well, there's that. There's that. <laughs> no. The other day I went to Target in the hunt for Rhinox and I found Buzzsaw Hordak. Just. Last one on the shelf. Nice looking figure. I found it too. Uh, and, yeah, these things are just very, apparently finding any of this stuff is very hard to find. Um, so I got him just because well, he's the last one. He's a good, good looking figure. And then today, when I went to the Walmart, I found Macho Man Randy Savage, who is the leader of the evil horde in the worldwide wrestling universe this takes place in. Oh, they yeah. brought him back. He, they brought him back from the dead to lead the horde. Because he's the HWO. That's not, cannot, that's not the actual storyline, is it? I don't know. It just that's what the back that of the package says. Made me uncomfortable says. for a second. Yeah, that yeah. is inappropriate. Well, okay, I'll read what the back of the packaging says. Um, they tried to stop him, but the horde, the horde world order, revived Macho Man to take over WW Turnia. What? When you're when you're HWO, you're HWO for life. It really says that. Yes, yes, I read that. I don't done, know, I don't done. Know. Take a photo of that and please tweet that out so I can retweet it. That okay, is I'll, horrible. Okay, I will do that after the show. I will do that after the show. But again, w- it's... Being in poor taste? Imagine. It's just, you know... Well, it's that. Mattel being in poor taste. Uh, WWE I just, know they uh, signed off on it. Yeah, signed off on it. It's like, I love it! Yes! Well, we expect that from them. It's the Mattel part that's... Um, Another thing I got, something I got on Prime Day through tfradio.net forward slash Amazon. Um, oh, you're the one. Yeah, I was one of the ones, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, one thing I've always loved uh, since I was, was collecting Transformers are those letter bots. The letter and number little robots. Yes. I've always liked oh, them. There's, yeah. there's always been, you know, a lot of them are very similar. Your B's and your 8's all have a very similar conversion. But there's a lot of little gems in that line. And I've been looking at this for a while. There are numbers that become vehicles that combine into robots. Oh, huh. neat. Those are cool. Yeah. So it's, it's, and they're very Bruticus style looking combiners, military vehicles and such. Zero through, f- uh, f- zero, one, two, three, zero through four become, one robot five to nine become the other and your pluses and your minus signs becomes weapons, armor and connecting parts. So you've got now, as far as I can tell, these two don't combine together into something. There's nothing in there for that. Um, but yeah, that's just something I've been looking for. Just, you know, 
one of the thousand things you have, like, oh, that's neat, I'll watch it. And it was on sale on Prime Day, and I had enough points, so I got the set for about like $22 with free shipping. So I thought, that'd be nice. And it's just, you know, there's some really, and they're substantial, you know, thickness there to have all the parts in there. So that's that's something. Uh, and then the last thing I got, now, I can't remember, what he, what did he say his name was? Galvatron. Galvatron, yeah. I don't know which one I've got. Do I have the fixed one? No. Do I have the bad one? I don't know what no, I got. That looks like the low shoulders. You can tell, though, if you look at the top of the shoulders, if it's smooth on top, it's the correct one. If it's got the detail parts facing up, it's uh, the bad one on okay. the very top. But I okay. think there's. But I think the fix is that basically you rotate the shoulders up. That's not the fix. Or whatever it is. I, well, that is a that's fix. Work, that's the workaround. The fix right. is taking screwdrivers and forcing the rivets out and reversing it physically. Yeah, it sounds horrible. I'm not going to worry about that. It's fine the way it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I di- Unfortunately, my pile of loot from BBTS did not make it today. It's like one city over. Like You want the next city over? You're, you're, you're loot's in another castle, apparently. So I'll have that for uh, next week. Cool. Okay, who else? Chris? Yeah, I'll go. I'll be quick about it. So, um, Don't, don't be quick them. about it. I want to hear your opinions. Well, I mean, you're not going to hear opinions on some of the stuff because what I was about to start with was the stuff I don't have in here because I haven't opened it yet. I got oh. Dracodon. Uh, Dracodon's a very nice shade of fluorescent green. Did you find uh, it at Target? Other... Yeah, Target. Um, there were no sound waves left by that point, but Ooh. you know the, the wave is out there. Um, I also got Rhinox, which I haven't opened yet because I don't actually know if I want it or not. Or at Walmart. And I, have, I haven't... Uh, Walmart. I have not... Um, been able to track down my 2014 Rhinox to determine if I actually still have that or if I sold it at some point. Because, like, from all indications, I probably want to go with the 2014 one if I can. Um, I will say if you, Rhinox... If you want one of those, I could probably make that happen. Okay, good to have a backup plan. Thank you. Um, I, I can say, though, that the Kingdom Rhinox does not look particularly impressive or pleasing in the box. So I'm not sure if that's going to be sticking with me or not, which is why I haven't opened it. Um, what I did open, though, was Galvatron. That's what I wanted to hear about. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Galvatron Galvatron's very okay. Um, my experience with it was like there was not any particular wow moment with it. Everything is just yeah. kind of there, and there's a little bit of it that, take some figuring out. I didn't need to use the instructions, but it took a little bit like with the torso to figure out what's supposed to move where. Um, and especially going back from cannon mode, it was kind of hard to get the panels open to move the chest and head back into position. Um, while there's not anything like really stand out remarkable about the design of it, what it really does right is the look. Um, this is a low shoulders version, but like in person handling it, it doesn't make that much of a difference. Um, like if I reverse the arms where the rivets are facing forward, yeah, I can tell there's a height difference in the shoulders um, in that configuration. But like if I leave this the way it is, I don't really mind the proportions of it at all. Um, you know, the proportions are really solid. The sculpt and um, the head and face likeness is particularly really good for some of the the uh, legacy media. Uh, so they got that part really right. Uh, the color is really good on it and. Um, the cannon mode is 
the candle obviously was kind of a secondary concern for them. It all like fits together and looks basically like what it should look like, but it's not like as good as I would really expect it to be. Like the way the treads and the arms work in uh, canon mode are kind of loosey goosey, sort of. Like there's no spot where either component of it locks in really. You just kind of have to balance it in the right spot based on friction. Um, and you know, all the joint tolerances on this are very good where I don't think that's a problem, but I comparing it to the Titans return one, which had a lot of ratcheting joints that felt a lot more solid in the alternate modes because those ratchets would hold a specific fixed position. Um, and this is also not designed to be as flexible with how the cannon positions as the Titans return one. Like this is very much meant to be like the, uh, perfectly horizontal cannon positioning. So you can't really uh, effectively put it in like the tilted up position, which I think for a lot of people is what more commonly they would expect to have out of this. Um, but the back of the can mode has the tripod leg that folds down. So it is stable and there's little uh, wheels underneath too. So it can roll along. If you think a cannon should act like a tank, um, mm. the battle damage, I wish I could remove. And like, I've got leads on solutions that, supposedly will take those tampos up. I just can't find the stuff locally, so I might have to order that. Um, somebody on TFW said they were able to use a tester's product called Easy Liftoff, which is supposed to be a decal remover. Um, and then applying that with a cotton swab and letting it sit for like half an hour apparently lets those tampos come up pretty easily and uh, supposedly does not harm the plastic. So... I'm trying to track down some of that stuff so I can try that. Um, the battle damage We're... isn't terrible. I looked at Hobby Lobby so far, and they don't seem to carry it. Where'd you get yours, Matt? So uh, I actually had some sitting around. I got it last year. Uh, I ordered it online through Amazon. Ah. However, I would recommend that you not leave it sit in a mailbox on a hot day for incredibly long. Hmm. Did it explode? It did not explode, but okay. it was it was starting to swell and did leak a little around the around the cap. Ooh, if I had left it in there any longer, yeah. But like I said, that was a hot day in a metal mailbox. Uh huh. So check check I mean, your mail whenever you order it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds like a that sounds like a good plan. Fortunately, it comes in the metal can, so when they throw the package over my gate, it probably won't hurt it. <laughs> I, well, Chris, uh, since yours is out of the box, oh, yeah. Brian, Brian! By the way, I tweeted those pictures to you. I'm on, retweeting on it right now. Okay. Um, now that you've got Galvatron in hand, yeah. Looking at him, do you see any way we can get a select Straxus from him? I mean, you know, change enough parts that you can do anything with it. I, I mean, you know, realistically, with the, I mean, because you and Rob are best with this kind of stuff, looking at the way parts fit, what can be changed. But I mean, I think that's the only way we're going to get a a, a actual generation Straxus. Because I've got the New Age version. I picked mm-hmm. up the New Age Aldar, which looks good, but it's you know Legends class. You know, I think a lot of the core structural components of it could probably be straight reused between them. Because uh, especially in robot mode, like the barrel that's the front of the cannon mode is mostly hidden from view anyway, so it doesn't really matter how accurate that would look. Um, you know, change the chest piece out, probably do a little bit with the legs to make them more specific to a Straxus application rather than being, um, you know, Galvatron's thigh-high boots and spats. 
Um, like, I think there, I think there would be potential if Hasbro wanted to sink in the retooling costs to do as much as would be need, as much as would need to be done to it. Um, I, I just question whether that's something that would have a high enough priority with them to actually like go to the effort to do it right. Um, so mostly like Galatron's a really good solid thing. It also has like really good heft to it for a leader class toy. Um, it's not much taller than the Titans Return one, which kind of gave me pause for a little bit when we were seeing the comparison pictures come out. But like, you know, having it in hand, there's a lot more substance to this than the Titans Return Voyager had, necessarily so. Um, like, I, I'm happy with how this turned out. I'm more now looking forward to the Selects one, which is supposed to be in toy colors. Uh, and on that, I would not be surprised if we had like an alternate head sculpt pop up too that was closer to what the toy looked like. This is very and, and the movie correctly assembled shoulders. I would have to assume yes, but it's we can hope weirder, dumber things have happened. So you know who can say for sure. Yeah, I'm no, I'm actually quite happy with this overall. Uh, also, the uh, little accessory uh, spaceships that turn into the like railgun. Those thing are weird. Are kind of neat. Yeah, they're kind of neat. I, I appreciate the intent behind them because like you know especially lately you know my thing has been like give me transformers spaceship things yeah. and you know they they're mm -hmm. kind of doing that in one respect this is at least a little bit better than remember the beast wars anniversary figures where optimus primal and megatron uh came with the axle on the dark side yes mm -hmm. these are a little bit better than that yeah, the, the dark side is the, uh, I only ever got the dark side out of the two, but it reminded me very intensely of a, of a like micro machine Star Trek ship. Yeah, oh, it really yeah. has that feel to it, except made of like softer plastic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that was the one I got normally. And since I didn't buy the original colors Optimus Primal, I ended up getting the Axelon secondhand in like another lot of parts. But I did eventually get both. The uh, The dark side actually was, of the two, the one better done. Um, the Axelon had a lot of... Um, like, with injection molding, you can't have parts overhang. And since these were designed as single-piece accessories, um, a lot of the Axelon's details couldn't be represented correctly because it would require that overhang. So it never looked uh. quite right. Which, again, is why I want, like, actual, you know, purpose-made transformer ship toys to actually get these things made out of multi-part assemblies so the details could actually all be there mm. but galvatron nice cool okay. um i think that's that's all on topic for me and like nothing off topic i would have gotten in the last little while is at readily at hand so matt uh yeah so i got uh cyberverse rack and ruin um, nice. I got it specifically because it's a licensed toy of Rack and Ruin, and that's the only reason I got it because <laughs> I that that's the only thing I like about it. Really, it, it's it's not. I'm not a big Cyberverse toy guy. Yeah, me either. This, this is one of like three that I have, but it's Rack and Ruin. It's official, so it's mine. And they're fun in their uh, limited appearances in the Cyberverse show. Yes, but more importantly, behold, Galvatron. Nice. <laughs> and uh i have not played around with him too much i pulled him out of the package checked his shoulders which are incorrect but like honestly it, it 
the profile of the shoulders being a little lower doesn't bother me that much. I actually think the correct way is a little bit high and the incorrect way is a little bit low. So it really doesn't matter that much. Uh, the only thing that bothers me is the, uh, the molded detail that is clearly wrong. But uh, yeah, I use the, the easy lift off stuff and uh, just wipe it on, wait, uh, wipe, uh, yeah, wipe it on with a cotton swab, wait 40 minutes and wipe it off. I, like you have to rub at it a little bit. And I had to apply twice hmm. just to get it off. But I mean, it takes it off the cannon too. Oh, good. Well, looks pretty clean. Yeah, because yeah. if you were um, rubbing screen. alcohol in that cannon, that would have probably clouded up the clouded it up. Yeah, so uh, I do still have a little bit of cleanup to do on it. Like it, it left a little bit of uh, shade where you, where you can see where it was on one of the arms, and a little bit of cleanup around the the edge of the barrel of the cannon. But yeah, I haven't transformed them yet, so I I can't speak to the cannon mode. But I I just took the battle damage and the the paint around his. Uh, his boots off and just stood him with studio series scourge and uh, kingdom cyclonus and marveled at their beauty. <laughs> so was the process of getting the, the damage effects off with the easy lift off more, was it less effort than your previous attempts at removing battle damage? Uh, yes, this was actually successful. <laughs> well, there's so, no then. The only, the only battle damage I've ever been able to successfully remove was paint before. I, I haven't been oh, able okay. to get tampos off. I actually uh, bought the easy lift off last year to try because I had seen it work on a video, but uh, it was honestly, or it was obviously like a different, a different toy because they applied it and like within a minute or two took it off. Uh, so I assumed there was uh, some chance of, damaging the plastic so i wouldn't leave it on there mm -hmm. when you pointed me in the direction of that tfw article yeah. that said leave it on for 40 minutes i was like okay somebody else has tried this i'll give it a shot and yeah it works wonderfully yeah like i said i applied it twice but yeah it can't like there's no trace of it left on that chest yeah i yeah i wouldn't mind if i had to do two or three applications of it if it's you know if i know every time it's going to wipe off more of that without too much work mm-hmm and without making the plastic brittle underneath it, like the rubbing alcohol will. Yeah. But, uh, the, yeah, the face sculpt on Galvatron is just spot on. It's good. Yeah. So mm -hmm. mine, this is not going to show up well on the video. I'm certain, but mine has like a little bit of a QC defect and my Galvatron actually has like kind of a cool scar through his right eye. Oh, cool. Which oh. normally I would be appalled by, but like it kind of works for this, the way it came out. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if they do the selects toy color uh, variant of this, I will buy it. If they want to do like an Energon colors, uh, was it? It was Galvatron, right? The the white one. The white yep. one was Megatron, Megatron, and then they made him purple as Galvatron. Yeah, I would, I would, I would buy Energon Megatron absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right now, what we've heard about is the Selects one, which we have solicitations for um, at some level or another. We believe um, to be the toy decos, yeah, Galvatron 2. And then um, the other thing we've heard about is uh, like a reformatting Galvatron, which is expected to be something like, you know, a Gridlines deco, maybe with some clear plastic. That's cool. I'd probably leave it in the box forever, but it sounds neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had me until clear plastic. Clear plastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying I'm excited for that. I'm just saying 
Those are the variants that we are aware of to some degree right now. I would much rather have an Energon Megatron. I'd much yeah. rather just have the Toy Colors one. Well, both. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I will buy that that uh, Galvatron too. The Toy Colors, absolutely. Um, and that's all I've got this week. John, did you get anything? Uh, nope, I didn't. So I'm good. Okay, I'll uh, just run through my stuff pretty quick. Uh, let me pin myself here. Pin myself to the main screen. Okay, just some. Um, so I I did the um, Yahoo auction thing, and I got my first box today. Um, no, my second box. So I, I tried two different services. And I, I'm getting cheap stuff out of it. So for the most part, so I got a VHS tape of Master Force. It's sealed. I didn't realize it was sealed when I bought it. That's all the better, though, really. Yeah. I didn't realize it's Master Force boxes or the VHS boxes from Japan. It may just be this are actually thicker than like in the U.S. The cardboard sleeves are basically, you know, flush against the plastic of the uh, cassette. This is. Yeah. Form fitting. Yeah. So there's like some give, I guess, to protect it. I wonder if that was just a, like a thing for the 80s in Japan. Yeah. But the graphics on it are really nice. It looks good. I have no idea which episodes they are on it. Brian, I and I couldn't find anything it, on the wiki. Can you turn it around and let me see the back of it? Yeah. And I don't know if huh. the photos are representative of what's actually on the cassette. Okay, yeah, because okay, yeah, I was... Although there's volume to... four, and it looks like there's four episodes on the tape, and the previous volumes are the same, then we could you know, probably presume that's episodes like 13 through 16. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. I also got a Jam Project CD. Nice. Transformers Evo. And yeah, the animated songs. Yeah, and Praise to be, uh, Praise be to Decepticon. They're two different tracks, one vocal and with vocals and one yeah. without. Uh, again, it was cheap, and God, it just looks so pretty. The red is so deep in, on this. It's just really nice. Also, I mean, it's worth listening to because Jam Project literally can do no wrong. Yeah. So, please put that. Other thing in that box, um, and I now have three out of four of uh, the Rescue Force toys uh, on the card, and I've gotten all three out of Japan. Hmm. So, this is the the what the drill? What is it? Drillhorn? What Don? What's the drill's name? That drillhorn. Drillhorn. Yes, what I thought. Drillhorn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know which one I'm actually missing. I need to go back and figure it so out. So if anybody sees the dune buggy on card, buy it. So Brian, can. yeah, I know. Right. Yes. <laughs> so corner the market. Yeah. So pleased with that. And I've spent way less on these than I would have expected. Not necessarily because they're from Japan. It's just, I probably should have held off on talking about this, but there's just not a lot of demand for the toys. So people obviously rather have, you know, Lyo Kaiser. So instead of the, the rescue force stuff. Uh, I, I would love to have the rescue force stuff myself. Yeah, I mean, oh, they're yeah, they're 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 rad. Um, so I got I showed off I think last week or maybe I didn't. Uh, I picked up a second Nemesis Prime from Netflix, so I get the trailer. I, I applied the uh, stickers to it. Well, that looks good. Yeah. Um, it was actually pretty easy. There are more, there are fewer stickers than I thought. God, wasn't this opening? Open it's the only side. Yeah. Twice so, as large. yeah. So. But there's stickers that go all the way around the perimeter. I mean, so it, it came out really well. 
Um, I just need to find my, uh, I need to find my Netflix Optimus from, uh, Earthrise to, uh, serve as my G2 Optimus. Oh, let's see here. So we've, we've seen the world's smallest. Now we see one of them right here. Here's the other, the world's smallest, uh, toys that they sell like at Target or whatever. They've had those for a while. Uh, now they're blind boxed versions of them, which is like the worst thing ever. Yeah, I know. So uh, you can get Starscream, Optimus, or Bumblebee out of it. Um, I just bought two of the blind boxes to see what they were like, and I didn't get either. I got a Dunkin' Yo-Yo and an Etch-A-Sketch. Oh, that's terrible. But they both work. The Etch-A-Sketch works. I don't know if you can see the little square that I drew on it. It's That's ridiculous that that works. Yeah, it's not really coming through super clearly. Yeah, so... Uh, just a couple things. I think I talked to you guys offline about this last week. I didn't mention them on the show. I got C-78B, which is the uh, black uh, hot rod. Ooh. Yeah. It's nice. I, I need to get the, the crystal, the clear one now. Um, and I got this, speaking of crystal, the clear. Uh, it's uh, Mirage or Lyser. Uh, it's the a black clear one that came out from uh Hinke. That's it just looks really nice. Um so again I've been going through trying to complete my G1 stuff. One thing I actually know I used to have two sets of G1 Constructicons and I realized I have zero sets of G1 Constructicons that are vintage anymore. I got a, I had the reissue but I didn't have a vintage. So um because the prices on them are pretty great and the box isn't perfect. I got uh, a box set Japanese. So. Oh. Uh, so I've been collecting the motivators. I think I showed that I got Gripper last week or the week before. But something that came in the mail that I had ordered are Ripro parts for Road Caesar. And I have applied them Ooh. to my big motivator or as I call it. <laughs> Motor Caesar, and it actually looks pretty great. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, so so uh, obvi- so uh, Gripper is mostly obscured by the, the the chest shield. So honestly, at first glance, it just looks like Road Caesar. He's much larger than I realized in hand. I honestly, I know obviously the the, the individual pieces are bigger than say like um, six turbo. Or Land Cross, but in my mind, you know, they're like that size. So he's actually quite a bit bigger than. Yeah, Gripper's like a pretty sizable toy, isn't he? Yeah, they're all pretty sizable. They're all the size of basically of a G1 Power Master. So if you have like Getaway or something, they're all basically that mm-hmm. size. And last thing I got, it's been on the list of toys I've wanted for 25 years. And I Donanomics this. I Donanomics the hell out of this i've been i've been i've been studying under the dawn learning tree a lot lately (laughs) on on ways to like stretch money and things like that i got desaurus oh nice i love it it's missing it's missing uh like two small tiny pieces that go to the uh bird eagle breast yeah so, but I have wanted this forever, and it's in really great shape. 
it's in really phenomenal shape. So even the Chrome looks good. It does. Oh, it does. There, there's like one, there's like a, maybe one blemish, but it is, it is clean and nice. I've been wanting one for a while. And most of the ones you see, the stickers look bad or the Chrome is all blemished. I held out and I dynamics this and it, uh, I am very happy that I finally have it. So there's actually very few like now things as far as individual transformers that, I mean, there's stuff I'll never get. I'll never own a Minerva. Things like that. Well, that's, that's quitter talk. <laughs> well, I did come across yeah, Minerva. With that attitude you want. <laughs> I did come across Minerva that actually cost less than this. Oh. It was missing all the accessories, but there are Reapers out there that I can live right. with because I can live with it. Are, are there, um, did people make repros for the parts Eagle Breast is missing? Uh, probably not, but maybe I'll look. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, I don't care. The only thing, like, he, he doesn't serve as a gun with that. And I wouldn't use him as a gun anyway, because I think he looks silly. Ah. Like, I like having him on Death's Artist's shoulder. So I can live with it. So you can, yeah, live with because it, I can yes. live with it. Yeah. Uh, so it really, uh, uh, <laughs> The thing that really bothers me now is they never made a violin jagger toy. Uh, well, just course, get a bunch of fossilizers and build your that's own. That's true. But like, they don't have a diatomus or anything, but like, uh, you know, they've never made a violin jagger. So I, you know, never have, n- never have that. But yeah, very pleased with that. It's going to look nice on the shelf. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. I forgot what we do on the show now. Is this where we talk about our patrons at patreon.com slash TF radio? I think that is oh, somewhere around there. What we do. So if you go to tfradio.net slash credits, <laughs> you can see all of our patrons at the touched tier, uh, which again, that's the, our top tier. We do thank them every week on the show. And if uh, my internet's acting horrible, fortunately I still have a connection, but the website's running slowly and here it is now. So sometimes, sometimes the website just does that too. Yeah. It may not be your internet. So, uh, yeah, if uh, you want to be a patron, it's touched here. Well, thank you every week. And I'll give you a hug personally if I see you in person. And then there's that whole history on the fives thing, too. And we uh, have our history on the fives podcast that we record every week. And uh, we have folks that are at the touch tier on there. And occasionally we have a celebrity from RFC uh, guest on the show. And we might actually have a celebrity from another Transformers podcast uh, here in a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah. So, patreon.com slash TF radio. Uh, our touch patrons are Kevin Dorsey, Ryan Bona, Cheesy Patty, just so pleasant to say, <laughs> Emmett Stresovich, Rabbits, Hector Bones, Jonathan James, Nathan Sampy, Ness. Joey Russell, who has not made like the last two episodes of History on the Fives, and gotta have a talk. I gotta talk with him. Gotta figure out why. Like, if, if I need to go, like, you know, do his uh, do his uh, Boy Scouts Texas? duties, oh, okay. I can I can do that. Or if we can just maybe move the day. Uh, Jason Hiley, <laughs> Mike Mallory, uh, Jason W. Rye, Sean Hamilton, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton. And having Sean on is awesome because Sean is the guy who loves the movie. And if I have something movie related, I can ask him and he knows. God, his movie collection is ridiculous too. 
with all his he, he's invested money in like like you know movie used props it's really awesome uh, spider bob mighty orbots in black and white now in color if you want to join this crew of wonderful amazing people patreon.com slash tf radio just sign up and yeah i'm i'm i i'm going to get the last couple of cards designed and printed and we will never talk about them again just <laughs> as a heads up and if you've ever been a patron at the touch tier you'll get it even if it was like for one month just going to get those done they're all designed but two just got to print them okay and that's it as far as that goes uh, you can find us at tfradio.net all of our links are there but i would encourage you to subscribe to our youtube so that you can get updates when we go live every wednesday uh, we're on Twitter at TF Radio, Facebook at Facebook.com slash TF Radio. Just, and uh, honestly, if you're listening to the podcast, just while you're listening, spend an hour, hour and a half with us every week. Leave us a review while you're doing it. We would appreciate it. I'm on Twitter at B Kilby and on the Instagram at Brian Kilby and at BrianKilby.com. All of my other podcast stuff is there. Rob Springer's not here, but he has at Robo Rob Springer. Rob Clay, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can uh, find me on Twitter at Figure Viewers or Rob Flails. Rob Flails is the uh, Twitter for my YouTube account, Flailthers, which, yeah, I'm mostly still covering Gundam Battle Operation 2, though, as I said, G Generation Genesis should be coming soon. Um, Gundam Battle Operation 2 is about to hit its third anniversary, and we're going to start adding things from, uh, or some of the major things from Shars Counterattack soon, we're, we're guessing, which, uh, if you want to see the original Mobile Suit Gundam movie trilogy or Shars Counterattack, those are now up on Netflix, and... The the first three movies, especially, I, I recommend, uh, particularly since they have the original uh, audio, because there was a like there was a redub in the early 2000s that screwed up all the music cues. And luckily, this does not seem to be it from what I'm hearing. Cool. Hmm. But uh, yeah, if you like what I'm doing over at uh, Flail Throughs, you can go to patreon.com slash Flail Throughs and uh, request specific rounds, mobile suit weapon, color combinations like that. And of course, you know, uh, I'm I'm not too proud uh, to not hawk my uh, wish list, even though my birthday is about over. So, <laughs> tfradio.net slash playlist. And thank you for sharing your birthday with us. Oh, it's been it's been fun. Awesome, uh, Chris. Sorry we didn't bring a cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm personally on Twitter at chrisrtxv. Uh, but more importantly, for my toy photography things, you can find me at playwithphotography.com. Or on Twitter at Play With Photos. I uh, posted some photos of Galvatron uh, just yesterday that I'm actually unusually happy with. So uh, go check those out. Uh, also on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Play With Photography. And if you would like to show some support and help me to do what I do with the toy photography, um, for those $2 per month, you can do that at Patreon.com slash Play With Photos. And I have an Amazon wish list also, even though it's not my birthday, at TFRadio.net slash Chrysalis. Sweet. Don, tell us about your wish list. My one wish is to never fight a kingdom. Um, I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. And your wish list is at tfradio.net slash Massey Attack, and Massey is spelled M-A-S-S-E-Y. Diecast, you have a wish list. Tell us about it. And he's muted. Maybe he fell asleep. It's possible tfradio.net slash diecast list. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at diecast2. You can like my Facebook page at reviews by diecast. And you can also see all my reviews at tfradio.net slash reviews. Cool. 
Well, it's not that he's close to falling asleep. Yeah, John. That probably means it's time for the show to be over. <laughs> uh, that John D. Everywhere. Cool. Okay. That's it for the show this week, I think. Am I missing anybody? No? Okay. I'm missing all of you. I wish you were here with us right now. It would be wonderful. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?